Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 99 of Life Name One Five. Jake, this is it. We are one week away from the biggest episode in this podcast's history. Absolutely. You could you could say that. We've said it pretty much for I don't know, three months. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we've been planning it for three years. Three years. You know. So we have been doing know. this for a very long time, and you people might say once they hear this big announcement, there's no way that we could end the show or like continue the show. Yeah, I know. Like people just, it's kind of like Avengers, like Endgame. You know, like mm-hmm. we reached the Endgame. You know, well, this is all culminated in this episode, which has so much hype around it. Yeah, you could feel it. You can feel it in the air. We will have one special guest. We will have one major announcement, and we will have our one hundredth episode but first 99 all right jake what's going on um state of the union kick it off kick it off uh white Sox been playing decent baseball just pretty much exactly what you'd expect uh jordan mankata still been hurt he's been taking batting practice he's been fielding grounders today there was a clip of him running with a band tied to him which was a funny sight but um so i don't know when he's back but man i was just, just when you watch them it's so depressing because our lineup from the bottom to the top, right after Eloy, this is what you get to watch. Matt Skoll, Ooh. Yolmer Sanchez, Ooh. Adam Engel, Ryan Cordell, Ryan Goins. Ooh. And then we get back to Tim Anderson, Abreu, McCann, Eloy. And then we're back into the shit show. It is so brutal without Mankata. And, like, we also don't have it a center fielder or a right fielder because Lurie's also hurt. You know, it's just... It's just a disaster, but we are currently, as a recording, beating the Astros right now. So that's woo. Nice. Other than Ryan Howard, who is the best Ryan baseball player? Uh, Ryan Zimmerman. Okay, I feel like Ryan is such a oh, we need somebody. Let's grab someone from AAA. Here's Ryan yeah. Anderson. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, you gotta you got you know there's. That scrub, Ryan Sandberg. Ryan. Yeah. I know, but that's just like, that's like being named, you know, Alex with a C-K, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> A-L uh, space L-I-C-K-S. My name is <laughs> Alex. <laughs> that's a terrible fucking name. Um, but yeah, how is, how is the win total going? Uh, Sox versus Bucks. It's a, it's getting a little sketchy here, you know. We gotta get to that seventy win mark, but uh, fifty two and sixty five. If we stay healthy, because we we have not been, but if our core stays healthy, I think it'll be like a seventy two, seventy three win season. Still, I think we're behind that now, but we've been in a real bad injury like bug, and we're getting healthy and we're starting to win some. So, 
I don't know. We'll see. How are the Cubs doing in the baseball that matters? Cubs are being Cubs per usual. Um, everyone that's ever been good at one point ever in our in our bullpen is currently on on the IL. Um, Kimbrel, Cishek, Kinsler, Strope, all on the IL. Um, yeah, we got Dwayne Underwood Jr., who has always been Dwayne Underwood since he's been in our in our farm system. All of a sudden, he tacked on a junior, and he's getting called up a lot more this year. Still sucking ass, though. Um, Kyle Ryan. I didn't uh, see Rowan Wick in our loss against the Phillies tonight, and shockingly, our bullpen lost the game. So, weird how that worked. Rowan Wick, this guy, this league, this Rowan Wick has, has been so good this season. I made fun of him when he first came in. I said, I can't believe we pay a guy named Rowan Wick. Yuck. No, this guy rules. Bad name, but he's been your saving grace. He has. Uh, division's looking tight. Division is looking tight. This really sucks. I don't like it. There's so many times where we're up like two and a half, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like All we need is maybe like a two-day stretch. We win two. They, they both lose two. And all of a sudden, we're five and a half games. That's huge. But no, it's literally yeah. it's every single time, every single time I think that, it's the exact opposite. We lose two, Cardinals and Brewers win two. And currently, uh, after the Cubs lost, they're up a game and a half. Uh, the Brewers are down two games, and both the Cardinals and Brewers are winning. Um, Cardinals bottom of the ninth, and so Brewers top of the eighth. So it could be a half game in a game, right? I don't. Yes, I I, I believe so because because they, they don't fully update the standings on ESPN until after the night. So. It would really just be, a, in the last column, though, a tie with the Cardinals and two ahead of the Brewers. Well, no, actually, we would be one full game up on St. Louis, a game and a half up on Milwaukee, because ESPN did it, update it. So. Yeah, just look at the last column, though. That's when ESPN's slow, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, it's going to be, you know, like we've said all year, but it seems like the Cubs had a stranglehold. They were ready to just pull away and be we, like, oh, we well, were ready. We're to, we were so ready yeah. just, just to get hot, and then we got, honestly... Like, tonight sucked, and I was mad when it happened, but this the bullpen that was already not that good, and then you get the backups of those guys, what do you expect? Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Just, you know, you, you, got, you don't want to turn into the Braves, you know? The Braves have finally taken hold of that division. So that's what people thought was going to happen with the Cubs, but mm-hmm. it's just gotten closer. Yeah, we are a um, stellar home team, 41-19. and 19. And twenty three and thirty six on the road, so that's super cool. <laughs> Yikes! In in comparison, um, the San Diego Padres um, are eight games under five hundred, and they are they have a much better away record. So that just proves the kind of quality of play that we're playing on the road, and it stinks. The bullpen was just getting it. The lineup was doing fine. Nick Castellanos is raking still. He had another home run tonight. He has five with the Cubs. His OPS is like at 1,200. Um, it was awesome. And like I was so pumped. We swept the Brewers. I felt so much better last week, and now we're just... It feels like it was a year ago. It, re- it really does. It really does. But, yeah, here we are. Um, Mid-August and exactly where I thought we'd be in the standings, but not with this record. Yeah, if you just blindly look at, oh, the Cubs are in first, then you can feel good about it, you Mm -hmm. know? That's pretty much the only way to feel good about anything this division for any of these teams has done. 
You yeah. know, like the Brewers, all they can say is, oh, we're only two games back. And the Cardinals, like, how the hell are we one game back, you know? Yeah, after so, everything. But, like, you can also <laughs> say that, like, about the Cubs. How the hell are we one game up with all, like, with this road? Like, all three teams have a stat where you look at it and you're like, how the hell are and we? And injuries, too. Like, the Brewers have lost all their starting pitching. The Cubs have lost all their relief pitching. I haven't really tracked the Cardinals as well, you know. But uh, Paul Goldschmidt sucked for the whole beginning of the year. So No, St. Louis all- had, um, they've had Ozuna and Carpenter out uh, probably like 35% of the year. I know that because they're on my fantasy team. Quick update on my fantasy team. How, are, how is your fantasy team doing? Are you, right. you made a comeback yet? This is the greatest um, segment that we do have. And the welcome to the segment, what's up with Colton's fantasy team? Um, I am currently, oh my God. I am in seventh. Um, it's uh, just, for those of you who don't know, I was in twelfth of thirteen about two months ago. So I'm I'm up to seven. Still have a long way to go, but top three gets paid. And at one point, I was forty points out of third place, and currently I am fifteen. So, and how many total points do you have? Eighty-four and a half. So that that gives perspective to being forty points out. You yeah. Know? It's not like he has 180 points. He has 80. I have 80. I literally gained half my points in the last four, for uh, four weeks. So, um, I know everyone literally listens to this show to hear about it. But there you go. Yeah, You're welcome. Like, um, all right, so Cubs and Sox. We do have for the first time in a long time a football game to talk about. So that's actually really exciting. Yes. Did you watch the Bears preseason game? I. Did not. I did not think you would. I am not a preseason guy at all, if we're being completely honest. I'll watch a little bit of the third game to see the starters. Actually, I'm not even going to watch that anymore because I'm so plugged into Twitter. I know who to follow. And then they will. not only do I have to not search it, it just comes up on my timeline now where I can see a David Montgomery run, two Mitch Patchett, or passes, um, and then see like Roquan run fast. And that's literally like all I need. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing that Mitch will play a decent amount uh, this next one. I know I just heard an interview. Matt LaFleur said Rodgers is going to play almost a quarter, which is crazy. We haven't seen Rodgers play a quarter of the second preseason game since he was, like, starting for the first time. Yeah. This is going to be pretty fucking cool. I'm pumped about it. I'm also terrified, but uh, it should be fun. And, uh yeah, so I'm assuming that if you watch the Bears, I think, play Friday, I bet you Trubisky plays at least a full quarter. Yeah, yeah. They're... I mean, that's just real football. Like, I don't care what people say. Like, that, I mean, first quarter preseason, that's real football. You know? I am I know for a fact, like, even even if I watch them, i be like, oh, cool, nice, cool, nice, cool. I'm not going to get my blood pumping until I watch a hype video the Wednesday before the opener. I'm going to watch that. When I get home, or even like I, I do this a lot when I wake up in the morning and I'm taking like my morning pee. I'll sit down because I'm lazy, scroll, and I don't know why I like to do this. I like to start my day off with a good cry, <laughs> and it's just it doesn't. No, but like sixty percent of the time, it's not a sad video. I just mm-hmm. get hyped and my emotions flow out of me and I cry. It's something. So I I'll, credit this video with the Cubs the other day. Nick Martini hit a home run, and his family was there. That was so cool. Got me, got me teared up. That yeah. Was, uh, so that's a little 
I so, watched so from Chicago. His dad went absolutely fucking ballistic. Yeah, I watched that live. He had his family in one section, and then his like really, really like high school good buddies uh, balled out and got like third row, and they yeah. and they were losing their minds for like two innings. Yeah. It was it was really cool. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, you know. Um, um, so yeah, we're back. But uh, first preseason game you said you have pretty much hit all the highlights for the bears montgomery looked good um roquan smith ran fast i didn't see did mitch play in the first game i don't know <laughs> I, I doubt it i doubt it because i work with all packers fans and uh two of them are, are season ticket holders and they have been waiting for that since like their dad was like 11 so yes. um they talk about the bears packers game week one a lot so is, I'm so nervous for that. It's crazy. Like, that's they, gonna be Thursday night, like, and then I have to wait 10 more days after that for Packers again. That's going to kill me. Here's the thing. I like Monday or Thursday games because I like to enjoy Sunday. I want to enjoy NFL Sunday. If the Bears lose on a 12 o'clock game, that ruins my whole Sunday. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I, I, I give zero shits about the afternoon games. If, if the if the Bears like like when they lost the Giants last year, did not give <laughs> a shit. Yeah, and if I'm, it's gonna be early fantasy football, so I'll I'll be into Sunday hard because like last year I was bad in fantasy. We both were, and that can make like if you're not playing on Sunday, it can make your Sunday kind of boring. Like okay, here's Giants Buccaneers. You know, that's, like that's uh, why you toss money on. I'm always on. I'm always on red zone, but you know the when there's three late afternoon games and the Colts are always one of them, and I hate watching the Colts because their stadium pisses me off. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I, sometimes that bums me out. So uh, I I don't know, and I, I just hate the wait from Thursday to the next Sunday. You know, and especially because oh, yeah. one that's not even going to be a great rest for our teams. You know, it's totally. just like fucking whoop de doo. You know, yeah, um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get more into that as it's uh, getting closer. And uh, very excited, super nervous. Every time they bring it up in the office, I'm just nervous. Yeah, it's it, this whole season is just like I mean, it has it hasn't been like this in so long that the Bears fans haven't like grabbed the mantle, you know, because it's you know it's been one day they won one year. So it's yeah. just like oh, everything's up in the air right now, you know. Nothing's for so long. It was the Packers, and then I was just comfortable and like, oh, the Bears are coming. I'm nervous that we'll lose, but if they do, it's an upset. Now it's totally. like, you know, what the fuck is gonna happen? <laughs> These coaches are young, and what the fuck, you know? I know. Whiskey's second year in the offense. There's there's too many question marks. Nobody has any idea what's gonna happen. So. Why are we even talking about it? Because I'm nervous. I'm nervous talking. Very yes, and I do the same thing, but I don't. I, I do nervous thinking at work because I cannot say anything out loud because I know if I do, um, then I will hear about it. <laughs> You're a lot of surrounded by Packers fans. Oh, it stinks, dude. And they're like, and they're like super Wisconsin Packer fans. I love them because they like they're like obnoxious in like a way that they they're very self aware. They're not like being drunk. You know, like, bar Packer fans, right? Yeah, yeah. They aren't like, Bears suck. Why? Because they do. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If if they like say Twitter. Bears suck. It's really like Twitter, you know? I hate, like, NFL Twitter gets brutal on Bears-Packers games. Totally. And it's, it's just like, does anybody know anything about the other team? 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I I struggle to watch like look at Bears stuff. You know, I just don't want to. Say, I, I, I I I rarely look at anything. Yeah, I yeah. I rarely like look at any sort of fans um, on Twitter anymore because it's just brutal. I follow the I follow the people that I like for for my teams, and that's pretty much the only takes that I want because I hate like, oh man, Mitch threw six touchdowns in Week Four last year. This year, all he has to do is do that a few more times, and he's going to be back at the Pro Bowl. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. He's not going to do that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And then I hate looking at anything that involves the Bears and Packers in a tweet. You know, you just scroll down, and it's just people just going at each other. Oh, yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers MVP. Oh, yeah, we'll do 11-4 or whatever. You know, it's like. Nothing, nothing you're saying matters, and it always just devolves into insult. It's, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't know his family. Uh, 1985, that's pretty much what it boils down to. Yep. You know, haven't won since '85. Aaron Rodgers hates his family. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got that covered. So, my new one is. Um, <laughs> I just say this. To, this is this. This one's pretty funny because I don't think. Packers fans ever hear it? I always say that the Packers basically have Trent Dilfer at this quarterback, and people get super mad. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? Aaron Rodgers is so dead. Like, like, do they think that they're gonna say that to me, and I'm gonna be like, "What? Oh. He is? What? <laughs> Clearly, I know this." Wait, <laughs> well, pull up the stats. Whoa, dude, what? You know what? Okay, hang on. Let me see. Okay, hang on. I have an iPhone 6. It's pretty slow. I'm going to look up Aaron Rodgers' stats. You're going to look up Trent Dilfer's stats, and we're going to compare them, dude. Okay? Yeah. And then, and then, like, You're I'm, an idiot. And then uh, I, always, <laughs> I always say, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers sucked last year because I know I'm just setting up, well, he was hurt. Clearly, he was hurt. He limped all season, but I'm going to say, how many games did he miss? And they're like, uh, none, he's tough. I was like, is he tough or is he just hurting your team? I don't know anymore. And then they're like, oh, fuck you, dude. Uh, at least we have a quarterback. I was like, okay. I love that stuff. That, that is, that's always fun, you know, and I love calling Trubisky Blake Bortles. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because that's. But, but Blake Bortles, but a lot less cool, you know? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Mitch is pretty cool. I've I've never seen Mitch interview in an interview, so I don't think he has done one if we're being honest. Yeah, I don't I think all of his post game interviews are super like scripted, you know. They're, yeah, they're super like, Oh, what's what what's your political view? It's like, well, we have a great team and we're gonna run the ball between the the uh, trenches. All That's right. Question, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of um you throwing six touchdowns last year, are you a Democrat or a Republican? <laughs> Uh, what is your thoughts on the Middle East? Yeah. Um, do you remember the Cold War? <laughs> yeah. That sucked, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kick it over like back to the booth. <laughs> wow, Mitch, thanks for another great interview. Um, I do want to point out, I know you know it's not great to uh, mention Barstool all the time on here, but Matt LaFleur is going to be on Pardon My Take pretty much right after we're done recording this, so... Um, I'm fucking and, pumped for that, actually. Yeah, and then John Cooney's either going to be on that episode or coming up later. It's going to be and pretty Jan sweet. Vitale. Yeah. Who, by the way, I Who don't is know. that? Vitaly. Oh, dude. He went to Wheaton Warrenville South. We play, He played against Dean 
in the state championship. Not only Dean, but our one of our very close friends, Danny Apino, was in that game. And we were kicking a field goal up by two with like 40 seconds left. And it got blocked. Vitaly picked it up, was running it into the end zone, and Danny Apino, five foot eight all stuff up comes five foot eight is a generous day. Yeah, it wraps him up and brings him down and it saves the state championship run. Vitaly and Dean Lowry ended up both playing for Northwestern together, and they and Vitaly is also a hilarious dude. He is the most jacked dude in the NFL, possibly. Tattoos, mustache, goes fullback of fullbacks, and um, I'm so pumped for him. And he's got connections with us. Maybe we can get him in for an interview. That'd be fucking awesome. That honestly, why it not? Makes sense, you know, right? Why not? We have, we have that's a light connection. Remember that guy that tackled you in that game that cost you a state championship? Yeah, that I'm we sure know. you remember, but I'm sure you've gotten over it a lot easier than people. <laughs> Than other people on your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you went on to play for Northwestern and now the fucking Packers. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So yeah, that is exciting. two uh, big Packer interviews because uh, I think you know people don't know that part of my take is like that's going to form so many sports fans' opinions. Like that's the number one sports podcast. Like that's going to shape how people feel about Lafleur for a pretty long time. You know. Seriously, yeah. like even if he blows like a, like week two and week three, everyone's gonna be like, "Ah, oh, he's so likable." Though I wish you, yeah. Let, let's give him another shot. But if he wasn't on a show like Part of My Takes, like, what the hell is this guy doing? Get him off. Bring back Mike Holmgren. I hear that way too much up here. <laughs> <laughs> Holmgren, dude. Um, yeah, I hope he's just better than Patricia. Patricia was okay. He was, uh, you know, very football guy, football guy, though. You know what I mean? He was a, yeah, he, yeah, okay, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Off, off air. Okay. Um, that's all we got for State of the Union, Jake. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's all I got. All right. Let's get into listener questions. For those of you who are brand new, we get tens of thousands of new people every, every week. Listener questions are super real and very real and questions from our listeners that are real. All right, Jake, you got the first yeah, one. You send them in so consistently. Yeah. First one, I guess we sort of already answered this one, is, hey, guys, preseason football started. Do you give a shit? I am very happy it's back, but uh, I only watched the first half of the Packers game and nothing, and then some a few highlights. You know, I saw Daniel Jones had a dime. Kyler Murray looked great. You know, that's what the preseason is good for. It's just a highlight factory, you know? Yeah. Um, the only week one um, preseason thing that I that I uh, that I really watched, I guess I couldn't I couldn't think of that word was <laughs> <That's a tough laughs> one. I, I, I followed him on Twitter um, or I followed the story on Twitter right on Barstool. Now now that it's up, is uh, did you see the guy from the Browns, Damon Sheehy Giuseppe? Uh, oh yeah, the guy who returned the kick. Yes. Yes. This, this is movie stuff. This is oh. literally the movie. This is the modern yeah. version of the movie Invincible. Dead serious. <laughs> yeah, and it's even more modern because he like lied and bullshitted his yes. way right to the tryout. Like that's hilarious. So yeah, so basically, um, a quick summary of of the of his story. Um, he got cut from a JUCO. Got cut from a few SEC teams. 
tried to get on some uh, tryouts for NFL teams, got cut. Went to CFL, got cut. Couldn't make it to the Alliance of American Football. Um, then, then he was playing flag football in Florida. One guy mentioned that he had like the VP of business operations phone or uh, for the Browns, his phone number. So this guy, Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, um, calls him and is like, hey, I'm, I'm in Cleveland. I haven't seen you in forever. Want to hang out? He basically is just bullshitting with so much confidence that he knows this VP guy that he talks to him in Cleveland. And then he's basically pretending like the guy invited him to a, to a tryout the, yeah. the very next day. He shows up. He runs a 4-3-8, 40-yard dash, and blows people away at his, at his other tryout um, drills. Then he gets invited to training camp, and they basically say, dude, you're probably going to get cut, but like, we're just happy you're here. And he's just yeah. like, apparently at practice and stuff, he's the happiest dude ever, just literally, literally uh-huh. acting like he's not supposed to be there. Because he's not. He's, he's not. Doing, he's not supposed to be there. He will have that story and that highlight forever. Yeah. That highlight is all he needs. So, yeah. I, like, his fucking family cries every time they watch that. It's, like, I would. I cried when I watched it. That was, that was I mean, one of my morning pee cries. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah. Like, so then he, he returns a punt week one. And, the t- like, literally, I think the entire Cleveland Browns team yeah. ran out onto the field and dogpiled him in the end zone because he returned a punt for a touchdown. And it is so cool. And, uh, yeah, pretty sick, huh? Very sick. Very sick. Um, I'm a don't. I mean, wouldn't that suck if after all that, after all the breath threat that I just wasted, he gets cut? Well, I oh, think he pro- oh they, were, they were mic'd up. That's pretty cool. I think he probably will get cut. Maybe he gets to play in the third preseason game, though, because of that. You know what I mean? Like, I, no way he makes the team. There's Every NFL team has seven wide receivers that they've invested stock into. Mm-hmm. You know? um, currently, the coaches told reporters that I don't think he's close to making this roster right now. I think it's a long shot. I really do. Um, well, Antonio Callaway got suspended. For the first four games, that could help. That's just that's just bumping up a, another spot. And basically, dude, just tr- get on the practice squad. Friend of the program, Dan Arnold, um, was on a pre- touchdown. Yeah, so he he was on the uh, practice squad for a few years, and now he's now he's like an actual target for for Drew Brees. So you got to start oh, somewhere. Part of the program I watched play was uh, Natrell Jamerson on the Packers right now. How's he looking? Um, he's looking like the fifth or sixth safety on the team. So he chance he makes it because we know he's super fast and super fucking strong and a great tackler. So he just sounds like a special team's dream, you know. So mm-hmm. that's his that's his shot. Um but yeah, so that's the only preseason thing that I that I looked up. Next one. Um hey, so this is from at I I like the Steelers and I'm glad I'm a Steelers fan and not a Raiders fan. Fourteen on Twitter. Um hey guys. What's going on with Antonio Brown? Pretty funny stuff, huh? Ha ha. <laughs> Man, we need some better questions from you guys. <laughs> we do. We do. But Jake, uh, what what do you make of all the Antonio Brown stuff? Um, I think it's absolutely fascinating. Did you read the entire Twitter thread? No. Like that big one? Well, he about his helmet. That's the that's the new thing. I think he's Officially reported back, but he went through a huge stint where he 
refused to play because they were making him change his helmet. He tried to paint his old helmet the colors of the Raiders' helmet, and they immediately called him out and said, you can't play with that, which is just hilarious. That is so funny. Him crudely painting a fucking Raiders logo (laughs) over the Steelers' helmet. But, um... So he was, like, threatening to retire if he doesn't get his fucking helmet that he wore for 10 years. He's been wearing this helmet. I mean, I guess Tom Brady had to get rid of the helmet he's been wearing for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not that weird because you can't change the pads on the inside. But um, Aaron Rodgers had to change his helmet, too. Yeah, and he tried to claim that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady got to keep their helmets. Like, that was, like, his big claim. And they definitely didn't. And they both talked about it multiple times. So he's just been going fucking crazy. He also almost burned his feet off in a cryogenic uh, chamber. One mm-hmm. of those things that, like negative 200 degrees because he wasn't wearing shoes. Um, man, I said this wasn't going to go well with the Raiders. I said it from the jump. I was like, this is a nightmare. Like, there's no way this works, right? There's no way. And it's it's not right now. You know, yeah. and I'm very excited for Hard Knocks to see – because the first episode, it was they barely even mentioned. Like they mentioned the feet a little bit, but it, it was pretty clear that Gruden had no idea what was happening with his feet. Like they were like, "When's Brown getting back?" And this was like two weeks ago. I was like, "Is Brown going to be back tomorrow?" It's like, no, dude. No, he barely <laughs> like, has his feet left. We have no. But they're like, we don't know. Like maybe you know. So they had no fucking clue what he was doing. But apparently, he reported today. We'll see. On, uh, I guess probably, that would probably be next week's Hard Knocks. But, yeah. um, if, in case you were wondering, he officially came out and said, um, it's hard to change direction, cut, and run, and to be able what I do naturally with a lot of blisters. So that's, that's breaking news. Yes. And, oh, he also had that uh, quote I sent you that he put out on Twitter about his helmet, which was, uh, I have it here, while I disagree with the arbitrator's decision, blah, 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 uh, and blah, blah, blah. I'm excited about this season. Appreciate all the concerns about my feet. But the the, fu- the best part is that he he quoted it. Like, he quoted himself. Like, you look at the, you know, oh, people are quoting it online. No, he quoted himself, which is clearly saying, like, his agent sent him a quote, like, say this. And he put it in quotes. He copy-pasted that shit mm-hmm. right onto Instagram and Twitter. And then called it a fucking day and didn't even take out the quotes. Or he's, you know, a psychopath and is quoting himself in an Instagram post. But um, Yeah, both, both strange moves. Yeah, this guy's crazy. I'm very happy the Packers didn't make a move. You know, it was rumored so much. And I always said, well, yeah, you still want to do it, you know. Because, you know, the Bears trade for Khalil Mack and... That, that helps so much. And then you go get, you know, Antonio Brown is on the Cleo Mack level of play yeah. when he's playing. So it makes a lot of sense. But uh, I think every other team in the league is happy he's not on their team right now. Agreed. All right. Uh, you got the next one? Uh, yes. This is from at Sean, your boy Zuba. Hey, is Andrew Luck going to be okay? It seems like he might be dead. Uh, hey. At Sean, your boy Zuba, thank you for listening. For listening, let's uh, sending in a great question again. We have some great questions from our listeners. It's the only Colts fan I know. <laughs> um, Andrew Luck uh, does not have a leg anymore. That's it. I mean, but I if I think they like said his injury was like his his elbow, 
And then they're like, oh, he'll be back in a week because of his leg. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with Andrew Luck? And then, and then um, the, the GM came out and said he has a high ankle sprain now, even though he did come out first and say it was his, his, uh, his arm. And then um, trainers were, were talking to um, reporters, and they were comparing it to Kevin Love's injury. So now everyone's like, is it an ankle and an Achilles and an oblique? Like, what is going on? God, dude. Well, I think they said he'll be back to practice in a couple. Dude, I think the Colts, like, they just might be so mysterious. Because last year we thought Andrew Luck, I mean, I just know because of fantasy, really. But he was like, you can't draft him, you know, like, you can't trust him. Andrew Luck's career is probably over. And he came out and he fucking dominated through, like, four touchdowns. And they went to the playoffs. So, like, I don't know what to think. I couldn't tell you. I'm going to put my money that the Colts... Uh, PR department or whatever you want to call it, coaching staff, just suck at relaying information. They don't give a fuck if you know what's wrong with their players. They want you to think Andrew Luck is dead. You know, I'm going to go with that he's healthy, you know, and he's going to be fine. Like, it's a a sprained ankle, but he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I would not be surprised, honestly, by anything, which is a very lazy thing to say, but if anything comes out, I'm not going to be surprised. Nope. All right. Last listener question is from, oh, no, don't you know, Orioles? That's pretty good, right? That's a good pretty one. Good, hey, guys, can we make? Can you do something, make some calls, and make sure Gleyber Torres does not play against us anymore? Jake, have you seen Gleyber Torres' season yes. against here the Orioles? His, here is his stats this year, not against Baltimore. He's hitting 261 with a 326 on base and a 420 slugging. 13 homers, 94 weighted runs created plus, which is like a, it's another one of those uh, statistics. So he's slightly below average. 100 would be average. Slightly below average. Against Baltimore, 414, 485 on base, 1138 slugging, also 13 home runs with a 303 weighted runs created plus. That means 303% versus the 100%. So he's... 200% 200% better than everybody else, or the average player, which is fucking insane, versus, just versus the Orioles. So, That's bananas. That is seriously I mean, ridiculous. And it, it's been over a whole season, too. Like, in the beginning of the year, it was like, oh, this is crazy. He's got six homers in four games, or, you know, like, but it's been going on all year long. And you just hit two the other night against him. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's 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 honestly pretty funny. Poor <laughs> Orioles, you know. Gary Thorne, the uh, Orioles um, play-by-play guy, said uh-huh. said it's indescribable to me. It's honestly hurting my health. <laughs> poor man. <laughs> that poor fucking guy. Yeah, oh, I know. Terrible. When he hit his thirteenth uh, one, Paul O'Neill, who does color commentary for the Yankees, said one moment during the actual, like not at like a commercial break. He left during the game to go over to the Orioles broadcast booth because apparently he's good friends um, mm-hmm. uh, with Gary Thorne. And he had to go check in on him and apologize. <laughs> he's like, hey, are you okay? Like, I'm sorry this is happening to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like torture, you know? Yeah, like that's, so bad. that's like making fun of your friends for like having a really bad day. And then you're like, all right, let's go to lunch. Meet me at 
meet me at McDonald's. And then on his way to McDonald's, he's, his car breaks down. You're like, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, uh, that fucking sucks, dude. Um, so, Poor yeah. Guy. Um, but, yeah, so that's it for listener questions. Um, Jake, in case you didn't know this was coming, which you did because we talked about it before. <laughs> we did. I want to segue in a way that we never have before. Gliber Torres versus the O's. Oh, my God. What are they going to do next? The MySpace Top 8 of things that start with O. Yes. Everyone loves the letter MySpace Top 8. They're the best ones. <laughs> they are the best ones. We've done things that start with R, things that start with K. And now, Jake, we're going to do things that start with O-reels. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully not that whole word because I only know one thing. Um, who, who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> you can go first. I'll go first. All right. Thank God I'm going first because I think this is a clear number one for things that start with O. That's Oreos. Oreos. That's a good one. That's a good one. I did not have it on here. So. Ooh, not on your big board. Okay. No, I, I. This is hard to think about. You know, it, the letters is so fucking hard because then you just end up going. You you Google it and you just end up on like a thesaurus or something. It yeah. Sucks. And it's and it's like. I could, I could just go on the only O word I was going to say there. Was a, was a, was a racist. It just like list your whole list. It was a racist slur. I don't know why I thought oh. of it. Woo! Okay. Right. Do I feel bad about <laughs> My that? My first pick, I'm going to go with something that's very important. Probably the most important thing on this list. I'm going with oxygen. Damn it. That's I actually really good. So. <laughs> wow. Well, well done. The channel or the, or the element? Yeah. I'll take both. All right. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty good. Um, okay. My number two is going to be a movie. Uh, probably the funniest movie and the best overall movie that I could find that started with the letter O, and that is the movie Office Space. <laughs> that's a good one. Office Space cracks me up. It has real. It's super underrated, really funny line. Jennifer Aniston's in it, and she's perfect. Okay. Um, well, I was going to go with a TV show, and wow. I guess I'll take it now. I'm oh, go shit. With the <laughs> I did not think about The Office at all. <laughs> like, I didn't either, honestly, to use an office space. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't on my big board. I, you said office space. I was like, wow, how did I not think of The Office? What so, a yeah. bummer. That is so much better uh, than everything else on our list. <laughs> oh, my God. That stinks. <laughs> Well, hopefully people don't see that you took office space over the office. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out to the to the world as in you took the office and I'm like, oh damn, office space. What a great pick by me. That you know, that's a great roll way to roll with the punches there, Colin. <laughs> oh, that stinks, man. Um okay. My next one is gonna be a baseball player. It's 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 very unique. I, I never saw this guy play, I only watched highlights and he was on a rival team with the Cubs, and he's my shortstop on my MLB The Show team. That's Ozzie Smith. This dude is impossible to hate. That guy is so cool. Doing backflips. Yeah, I mean. Starting a game with a backflip is sick. And, like, just guys who are so good defensively, like, that's hard to hate. You know, yes. you can hate guys who are just sluggers because it's like they just piss you off all the time. But the beauty of, like, a shortstop, that's fucking awesome. Plus, he played on the uh, Cardinals teams that had the blue uniforms, the powder blues. 
Those were beautiful. Yes. So, um, Ozzie Smith is my third pick. I'm going to roll off that and take my Ozzie, World Series champion, Ozzie Guillen. That is who I said. White Sox is a very lovable figure. And, um, yeah, easy. So that was pre-show. Pre I said there is a guy that I think you, should, you are definitely going to take. Um, yes. And that is him. I thought you were going to say Owen Wilson. Damn it, that's good too. <laughs> All right, we'll get to honorable mentions later. My fourth pick, it's, it's between two things here. Um, I'm going to go with the fruit oranges. Oh, okay, okay. Or, oranges are, are maybe my favorite fruit. Uh, oh, you know what I fucking love? Plums. When was the last time you had a plum? I don't think I've ever had a plum, if we're being honest. There they're in season right now, and they are so fucking good, dude. They're like... Are they sweet? Yes, very sweet. And they're like, you know, you bite into them, and they got the skin. So, but it's like, uh, it's very soft on the inside. Delicious. It's amazing. Very I, soft and juicy. I can't imagine how much fun I'd be having if I was a listener to our, <laughs> to our orange and plum talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. No, fruit. hang on. I want to I toss this by you. Would you... Every time I make I make this and I eat it, people, every without fail, are really mean about it. <laughs> like, okay. They call me like mean names and like okay. they're joking, but I it hurts. <laughs> All right. I'll be nice. I make a salad with no dressing, then I put honey roasted almonds in it and okay. and oranges, orange slices. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that sounds that sounds decent. It I is mean, delicious because you get yeah. sweet and you get tangy, and then you, you get a crunch from the from the lettuce. It's so much better than people give it credit for. But probably, I've never healthy too. It is like I, I I probably went through like a four month stretch where I worked out, and it was by far the best I looked, maybe ever. Like <laughs> like in, like one day I did like thirty clapping push ups, which I couldn't ever do one before. Yeah, that was awesome. that is. That, are, you are you talking better than P ninety X Colton? P ninety X Colton, where I I only did sixty two days and I didn't I didn't like diet or anything. I just did uh, that, and I was an awkward kid in high school. Um, but no, <laughs> I looked pretty damn good. Um, <laughs> and that was my lunch every single day. I would eat that salad, and then I would eat that around eleven, and then I'd eat a PB and J around two, and then I would eat grilled chicken and rice around seven and now that's what sucks about eating healthy it's always fucking grilled chicken yeah it's always chicken 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 i don't want fucking chicken <laughs> today i had uh two bowls of cereal and an omelet with uh hash browns in it <laughs> For, Sounds really good. <laughs> it, was actually, it was actually super good but hash browns are so bad for you like if, if we're being oh. honest the way that i like them are they're so bad for you we got to get them all salt and peppered up. It's super crispy, which means a lot of oil and a lot of grease and a lot of fat. Yep, yep, yep. But it was so good. Oranges. Have you, have you ever tried an air fryer? I don't know what that is. It's just like, it's basically a big microwave I pull out all the time. It's great for like fry. You can get things crispy and it doesn't use oil. So it's like, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's, we make, uh, we just cut up potatoes and then you put a little olive oil, salt. Whatever we put, sometimes we put like cayenne pepper or whatever on it, and then you fry them up in the air fryer, like 
if you cut them thin enough, they're like chips. Otherwise, they're like fries, and they're amazing. My girlfriend got a, a griddle, which is yeah. it's basically like a really nice George Foreman, but it's like okay. it's it's like legit. Like George Foremans are incredibly flimsy. Like I can't believe more fires have had. not been started with a George Foreman. <laughs> sure, a lot have. But this is like a legit ass, like heavily weighted. Like if you get two good sized chicken breasts, you grill mm-hmm. them in six minutes. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, the other thing about the air fryer is you just turn it, there's no like preheating. So if you do fries, you just hit on, on in 20 to, or 20 or 25 minutes, whatever it says on the package, they're done. That's so, super nice. Yeah. Uh, air fryers are dope. And um, I forgot, I have to throw in my last one. I'm going to go with Oceans. Damn it. That's oceans. Good. So my list, I have <laughs> this The is Office. such a stupid fucking list. No, this is a great list. Because I, I got The Office, Oxygen, Ozygian, and Oceans. Um, I got Oreos, Ozzy Smith, Office Space, and Oranges. What are some of your honorable mentions? God, I gotta move Office Space down in the list a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had the Oscars, oh, Owen Wilson, um, Octopus. Mm-hmm. I had Octopus, uh, and that's that's all my honorable mentions. I had Octopus, and I had The City of Oz. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Because I was nervous that you were gonna take Oreos or oranges. I was very confident you were not going to take Office Space or Ozzy Smith, and I did not take The Office. That's a real bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. That's kind of like the shining star of this, this fucking list. That is the steal. That is the second round steal heard around the world. What a yeah. What a dumb. God, that sucks. He was. Ugh, let's let's move on. Well, that'll go down maybe with Raven Simone. You know, in round of. I think Raven Simone. Raven Simone c- combined with. Roundabouts is what made that so bad. <laughs> this is why these letter ones are the best because they lead to like the most fucking terrible answers you could have. God, that you sucks. Know? It's fucking... always the letter ones. <laughs> terrible. Oh god. All right. Um, so that's our MySpace top eight of the things that start with letter O. Um, moving on, we have a home run race that is getting out of hand. Did not think this was going to happen. <laughs> Um, up until this week, nobody had more than a one home run lead, and uh, I was shut out last week for the first time, I think, in this whole race that one of us got shut out. So I said, hey, let's, let's move on to two people, one from the <laughs> AL, one from the NL. And I had Nelson Cruz and Manny Machado. Nelson Cruz doesn't have a wrist anymore, and Manny Machado didn't hit a home run. So that's cool. Yeah, you know, very cool, very cool. You had Max Kepler and uh, who else? Michael Conforto. And Michael Conforto. Combined for three. So that means the running total with only two weeks left. Well, actually, technically, with our announcement, this is the last one. It could be, yeah. So uh, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. So Jake is up four. 18 to 14 are the totals. Since I went first, you get the first pick in the home run hitting draft. One's got to be from the NL. One's got to be from the AL. Cannot repeat. We have a very loose list in our heads of who we picked before. Yes, it's very loose. I'm going to go with... Are we snaking? Super superstar. 
What? Are we are are we gonna snake? Yeah. Cool. So, oh yeah, I feel like we usually just go back and forth. Yeah. But, uh, let's do back and take, forth. I'm gonna just go with uh, I'm going with the young 20 year old superstar Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Nationals. He's been on a tear. He's amazing. Like he walks more than he strikes out, and he's 20. Like this guy's gonna be a superstar. Yeah. Then so, moving on from Bryce Harper was a good move. Totally. He's going to have to pay him in six years. And, you know, Harper wanted 10. So. Um, all right. I picked the two guys that I have on my big board, both last place teams, both names that I would not expect when I look on the top 30, 25 home run leaders. First person from the Baltimore Orioles, Trey Mancini. Ooh. Yeah. It's, yep. He's a good player. He's a good. Uh, people talked about him. Being traded along with Castellanos, they were like similar hitters. Mm -hmm. Castellanos would have been a much cooler pick on my end because he's breaking. You can still pick him right now. Nope, because I'm going to go with the guy that I wrote down. Another young player on another last place team, Ryan Anderson. Ooh, what a boring name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brian Anderson, uh, relative of former third baseman for the what Chicago White Sox, uh, Brian Anderson. <laughs> also, Ryan Anderson. Uh, that's like the name you said. Or you said Ryan Anderson earlier. I, as like the minor I did. <laughs> I did. But um, Brian Anderson, Trey Mancini are my picks. Um, I'm gonna go back to the Twins because Kepler gave me one. They also took the lead over the Brewers. By the way, the Twins hey! just bombs. How are we not drafting more Twins? Great, great so, question. So, who'd you take? What? Who broke their wrist? Uh, Nelson Cruz, the Minnesota oh, Twins. I was thinking Sano, because Sano is playing. Um, I'm going to go with their catcher, because he's been raking lately. Mitch Garver, 21 homers this year. Came out of nowhere. Barely know who he is. But uh, the Twins are going to hit like 400 homers this year. So Juan Soto and Mitch Garver, Trey Mancini, Brian Anderson. You know it's getting late in the season. <laughs> Yeah. You know, look at those names. Yeah, but this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Mitch Garver and Brian Anderson. So <laughs> I, I need to beat you by four next week to even make this a contest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's it, Jake. That's, that's all the segments. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've honestly been watching a lot of fantasy football stuff. I'm getting prepared. I love to prepare. It's one of my favorite parts of fantasy football is the preseason yep. study. It's basically the fantasy football training camp is, is what you like. Yeah. yeah, I run through the gauntlet. I listen to podcasts. You know, I get my rank. I have my own personal rankings, you know, that I go off of several other rankings I read, you know, and I use my own opinion. So... That's pretty much what I've been doing, and um, oh, we also watched. I watched this Netflix uh, show, the uh, what's it called, Blown Out or whatever. It's about the glass blowing competition. Watched nine out of ten episodes in one night. Left the finale for the next night. I won't spoil it, but um, I hated the ending because it, it's like every other show where they got their goofy fucking host that makes cringy jokes. Blown away. And, yeah, blown away. And, uh, you know, they eliminate someone every episode. Everyone makes a piece of glass. It's pretty dope. I mean, I love watching glass blowing. It is, like, fascinating. Mm -hmm. That is something that's, like, 
I always think, how do you discover that? Like, how do you, how do you discover, how do, who was the you first person to get use? really good at it? Do you even know what they use? Because I learned it. No. What's glass made out of? Sand. Do you know? Yes, sand. And they said there's a shortage of sand, like, in the world. Oh, no. So, like, glass could become a currency someday. And I was like, these are just a bunch of glass nerds blowing shit up, you know, talking out their asses right blowing, here. Blowing glass out of their ass, you know what I mean? <laughs> this guy knows. Ass, you know? <laughs> blowing glass out of my ass. <laughs> 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 uh, um, <laughs> that video would not do well today. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I only know about the glass blowing in the sand because of the movie Sweet Home Alabama. I have not seen that. You've never seen Sweet Home Alabama? I have not. That is such a you movie. <laughs> Damn it. That's that's a really that's a really good movie. Um, all right. Speaking of really good movies, the movie that I watched this week. <laughs> I have a good feeling about this. <laughs> it is a cartoon from around 2003. It is. B movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like it's like uh, I think that's like one of the most memed movies of all time. It is, yes. Um, because it's, it's bad, but I never I didn't hate it. I liked it. It okay, so um I watched I it. I watched it because um The Lights Camera Barstool, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Um yes. it's it's one of my favorite podcasts even before it was on Barstool. They're hilarious and they're weird. They're just super weird. Um, they do every Sunday to Monday episode, they review a movie on Netflix and then the, they each give a nomination and then the fans vote on it and then they give a review <laughs> and yeah. this week it was B movie and I, and I've, and I've never watched the movies that week. So like the, yeah. the ones before it were like fifth element, limitless with Bradley Cooper, the new Char uh, Charlie and the chocolate factory. And then, yeah. which I know you love. <laughs> that you are the only person I know that likes that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I own it. Yeah, and then B movie. So I was like, you know what? Like I, I've watched, I've never really watched the whole thing through. It's so many puns, dude. It is. It, I that's what it gets me into about. I think that's it. Is that the puns? There's right. a few, like a few jokes are funny and clever because bees don't have a long life. So then they're they're. Like middle school is three days, and their college is four days, and then graduation's like five minutes. And yeah. but <laughs> for people who don't remember the movie, I'm gonna tell you everything. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld plays this bee who doesn't want to work in the beehive because you get the same job your whole life. So then he goes out and he leaves the hive without permission, and he ends up falling in love with a woman. <laughs> a human woman. A human woman. As him and this human woman are, are hanging out at the grocery store, he finds out that humans use honey for food and moisturizer and lip balm and everything. But he's pissed because they didn't work for it and the bees did. So then he sues the human race for them to stop using honey. Of course, as you would. Yes. So then the entire... B race is uh, up against the entire human race in a lawsuit because bees can t like all animals can basically talk in this in this universe and then so then spoiler if you have if you want to save 
If you want to avoid spoilers for B-Movie, end the podcast now. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He wins, and humans can no longer use honey because of um, because the judge ruled in favor of the bees. By the way, the judge was Oprah was Oprah Winfrey a miss on our MySpace Top 8 of O's. Oh, yeah, big miss. Um, and uh, so then bees stop working because they don't need to make as much honey. And then the whole... You look so exasperated talking. Then fucking bees, I don't I, don't I watched know. this whole thing. And then bees stop working so hard. So then... Um, the whole the whole environment the ecosystem just crashes because <laughs> they because they don't pollen they don't pollinate stuff which is funny because this is before bees started dying so that so there's already a movie about what happens if bees don't don't do their thing and don't exist uh, basically everything dies but the woman that he's in love with wants to go to the Rose Bowl parade and compete in a rose competition because she's a florist on the yeah. fl- on the flight over there um, for some reason the Jerry Seinfeld, the bee, gets into the cockpit and scares both of the pilots, and they run out of the cockpit because <laughs> they're just scared of a bee. You know, the bee that just sued the human race, the most popular bee ever. Yes. And then, um, so then the plane goes down, and to save the day, all of the bees ever fly under the plane and fly it up with ease, and safely land the plane. And the movie ends. <laughs> what a terrible movie, now that you talk about it. Yeah. You know, and, and you, that's a really good point. That Why were those pilots so scared of the famous <laughs> fucking bee? Like, the one that just beat the human race in a lawsuit. You think he's dumb enough to just fucking come up and sting you? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? like, what are you scared about? Um. So yeah, so I watched that. I watched that movie. And... Finally, on your recommendation, I watched Queer Eye. Yes, and what a show! Holy shit! I've watched three so episodes, cried at two of them. I laughed yep. out loud so hard. <laughs> I'm just so happy. Everybody oh, on that. Jonathan. <laughs> I, I love Jonathan, but I also love the cook because he looks like John Mayer. Anthony. Oh yeah, he's great. Anthony he's- rules. But, like, here's the thing. Whenever Jonathan is there, he stands out the most. But when I really yeah. think about it, I'm like, they all have qualities that make them my favorite. Yeah, except the guy who does the houses. Who, he works the hardest. He's definitely the least favorite. Yeah. No, I love him because he's, he's, like, he's, he's, like, subtle. You know what I mean? Very subtle, you know? And he doesn't like, get I, a lot of screen time is why, you know what I mean? Because he just doesn't get a because he's always busy building a fuck. They the, what they do to people's houses or businesses that is amazing. <laughs> yes. So I watched the fireman one. I watched the the guy who uh, he's kind of like a redneck and he had uh, lupus, so he always had a red face. Oh, dude, that is one of the best ones ever. He is. He was so cute. He was so nice. He cried at like just thanking them. And I was like, oh my god, that guy was so nice. But the one that I cried at the most was the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. The guy who got shot and was paralyzed. Oh, so good. Holy was... shit, dude. That was so heavy. And we were... What a lo- lovable guy, too. He was super lovable and super confident and nice. And I was like, this is... That show kicks ass. So we're... Me, me and my girlfriend are definitely going to watch all of them. Yes. Great show. So good. And that lupus one, like that, that old man with the beard. He likes cars, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was so fucking good. That one was great. No, it was so because, like, his life was so simple, but he was just <laughs> so nice. He was so yeah, nice. Kind guy. There's another one in the newest season with an older man that's just also just so nice. Oh, so great show. Terrible, terrible B movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I've been watching. I was in Cincinnati and um, to watch the Cubs. Obviously, I, I watched them lose. I'm 0 and 7 this 0 year. 0 7 on the year. 0 and 7. Yeah. Um, by the way, Cincinnati is a city. Kicks ass. Yeah. Oh, what an upset. <laughs> That's, I, is, that is honestly up there with Minneapolis for my favorite weekends I've ever had. Wow. Like, everyone always talks about how, because, like, like, Minneapolis is super clean. It's modern. It's fun. There's fun bars, fun, great stadium. Cincinnati is a blast, dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's awesome. And then, like, too. Yeah, seriously. Cincinnati coming with a nice city. We 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 birded. Used used the scooters. That was my first time ever doing it. Those things haul ass, dude. (laughs) That'd that'd be fun. It's it's a lot of fun. They basically go fifteen to twenty miles an hour. Um, Cincinnati's right on on the river, so we like crossed the bridge, went to Kentucky, hung out in 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 Kentucky for a little bit. It's a great great highly highly recommend it. It's gonna be. I'm not, in the in the next ten years. It's gonna be like. It sounds dumb. It's gonna be like a new Nashville. Yeah, I'm I so. It, like, I, I don't know. I feel like Nashville. I feel like there's just so many great cities that don't get credit anymore. But Nashville has the history, and it's still a great city. You know, Nashville so I think, is. I think the U.S. is just there's so like Milwaukee is becoming an amazing city. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think just, just all over the country. Just these cities are just cities coming. rule. Cities <laughs> rule, dude. USA. You know? Yeah. Thanks, dude, Ben Franklin. People who have traveled, they're like, uh, you know, the U.S. is like going to fifty different countries. You know, everything's so different. Yeah. You know, you see so many different things. So that's you know that's really cool to see all those cities. Um. So yeah, if you if if people want a weekend city that isn't. Like the, the same typical thing because honestly, Nashville's a blast. And always, you know, Chicago. Always go to Nashville or Chicago if you can. Yeah. If, if you want a cheap alternative, Cincinnati kicks ass. There you go. All right. That's all I have. Anything else? That's all I got. Final Bring thought. It Cut it up. Chop, chop. Final thought. Blah, blah. Um, I don't. Man, wow. that's about it. <laughs> All right. My final thought is Jake, we're almost at 100 episodes. Yes. That's a lot. That is a lot of episodes. I We started this... Um, how long ago did we even start this? I don't know. It's, it's going to make it feel like it's been... when If we look, it's going to be like, that's way too long ago. I'm going to look, and you got to talk. Go. <laughs> well, I'm scrolling through the episodes, too. All right, race ya. June seventh, twenty seventeen. Wow, so two years, two two, two plus years. Wow. And we're gonna be at a hundred episodes. I have lived in one, two, three. This is my fourth apartment that I've lived in <laughs> in two years. That's not good. No, man, it sucks. <laughs> it's like, wait, 
four apartments? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I definitely started this uh, when I lived in the house with Josh and Brock, yeah. and then we moved to the apartment, us three, and then I moved to a, a one bedroom, and now I'm in a second one bedroom. <laughs> wow, I need to find a better place. <laughs> that's what, that's what your final thought is. You need to find you need to stay somewhere. For I need to find some solidarity in my life. <laughs> All right, uh, Brewers lost. Your only solidarity is this show coming Seriously. out all the time. Every 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 Wednesday, y'all. All right, Brewers lost. Cubs won. Just kidding. Cubs lost. Brewers lost. Cubs lost. Cardinals won. Uh, that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Can't do. I keep coming back and leaving back in blue.